All right, North Central Connected, episode 28. Wow. I did the, I did the counting. Wow. So, yeah, we need to start titling these. <laughs> we struggle enough with a theme, yeah. much less title. <laughs> we'll give it a shot. Yeah, no, we'll yeah, yeah. Shot. maybe next week. Maybe when the royalty starts coming month, in. Yeah. <laughs> September, uh, halfway through. So, we're yeah. uh, getting through and... and yeah, it's been crazy summer, crazy fall, everything. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, our CEO and general manager, Kevin Doddridge, to keep you updated. Hello, everyone. <laughs> our, uh, We're going to do the introduction. Oh, yeah, well, I guess we can do the introduction. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> safety director uh, and loss control manager, uh, J.D. Cox. Good to be here. Our director of marketing and economic development, Michael Bellapani. <clears throat> hey. And I'm your media specialist, Justin Jaggers. And now we will throw it to you. Okay, throw it to me. Um, yeah, it's, it's a September's been a good month. I, I mean, I think when you talk about we've been with this a twenty eighth episode that um, the consistency has been the inconsistency in them, and because you know we've been we've had storms, we've had COVID, so everything's just been really fluid for the last twenty eight episodes, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. Um, but but September's going real well. Um, we're looking forward to October. I believe you know October's going to be public power month and also national co-op month mm-hmm. which um it's great that those things coincide and uh, look forward to celebrating that you know we think the public power model is incredibly strong and it is exemplified through the relationship that we had tva and the and that it, what it boils down to is that we're here to serve the public we're not here to serve uh, a stockholder or people that that are taking funds away from us out of the area uh, we're locally owned we're locally managed. We're locally governed, and I think that's what makes our model so successful. And um, in, in, in small ways, you can see it exemplified when we have, um, you know, extreme weather, and then the power doesn't go off, and the reliability stays up because our motive is to keep the power on and satisfy the, the general public and our member. So look look forward to um, look forward to celebrating that in October. Um, but some things aren't going as well as others. Uh, it's, it's been a difficult month. Uh, we are starting to slowly see signs of supply chain issues, and we're going to communicate this a little bit more formally to our builders and developers. But um, what that means, very simply, is uh, in a nutshell, is um, some of the materials that we take for granted that we have to use aren't getting here as quickly as we would like them to. We're seeing longer delivery dates. An example will be uh, the standard bucket truck that you see us working from every day. Uh, we need to plan on getting one of those almost 80 weeks in advance now. Uh, we're having difficulty when our equipment breaks down finding replacement parts. Uh, we're having difficulty finding just the material that you see out that helps distribute power to your home, whether it be transformer, the conductor on the poles, the poles themselves. Uh, we, we have just a, a, a steady supply chain issue right now. And I use this phrase a lot of time, we're managing it. And there's, there's no silver bullet that's going to correct it. But we manage it, make sure that we're still maintaining. We like to maintain a significant storm inventory. In the event that we have a storm here, we've got the material, supplies, and everything that we need. But it's, it's a, you know... A, our warehousing staff and engineering operations do a great job of doing this, but it's a balancing act right now, trying to make sure that we're bringing the necessary equipment that we need um, and trying to anticipate far enough ahead to where we can get it. 
Yeah, Kevin, it, it, it's only compounded. You know, you look at the effects of the pandemic and then labor constraints, and then mm-hmm. you throw in a storm, the scope of Hurricane Ida. Oh, absolutely. I was visiting yep. with a vendor uh, last week who told me that one of his utilities had ordered 30,000 connectors mm-hmm. a week for as long as he could send them. I mean, so think about the, the strain that puts on, on the supply chain just mm-hmm. when we try to do everyday business. Oh, absolutely. You know, you've got to look back to some of the weather that we had late last summer with the multiple hurricanes. Then we had ice storms in South Mississippi that they had never seen before. Then they were followed up by windstorms and thunderstorms. You install a standard wooden pole that you see on the side of the road. You typically hope that pole's going to last you anywhere from 30 to 40, even longer years if treated correctly. We had co-ops in South Mississippi that were installing poles and had to go out there and change that pole out 24 to 48 hours later just because of the extreme weather that we had. So you got the supply chain uh, taking a pretty good bump because of COVID, last summer's hurricanes, this winter and spring's ice storm, and we're right back in hurricane season. And I've talked to people that, that order material for these places, and they are, um, they're not hoarding anything, but they're, they're like you said, it seems like they're going to need this stuff perpetually for a while. So they're trying to bring in as much as they can, mm-hmm. keep that going, which, you know, puts a big squeeze on everything. It's almost like the, the initial uh, toilet paper rush of the, <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the pandemic, you know, just at a, at a much greater magnitude. But to try to keep our membership and every, all of y'all at ease, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we're trying to manage that. It, it is complicated. It is a challenge, but we're going to make sure that we get the equipment running, we keep it running, uh, we got the material here, and if we run short of material in a storm or something like that, we'll go to other utilities and see if we can get it from them. <laughs> so, But for you builders and developers, uh, things may be a little bit slower, and I'm sure you're seeing that with, with your contractors and subs, and we just may have to be added to that list a little bit to where we're not going to be quite as prompt as we hope to be and, and hopefully we'll get this corrected here pretty soon. The storm itself, the one that we're working right now is Ida. We got crews outside of Baton Rouge and um, you know, it's a complicated time to do storm work. You've got the concern about the pandemic. You've got the concern about the working conditions, uh, their, their safety all in all. We're looking forward to bringing some back, but um, they've been working in some pretty tough conditions down there from a safety standpoint and a health standpoint. I don't know, J.D., you've probably done some of that work yourself. Absolutely. Uh, and, but, you know, the thing about it is, is uh, one of the greatest things that I believe cooperatives do is we help one another out, whether it's with material and supply chain issues, as you were talking about. But certainly when, you know, it comes to mutual aid, uh, when storms and things like that happen, uh, just the ability uh, to know that you can get uh, some forces together pretty quickly to get, to get down there when you need that help. Cooperative and, principle number six. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> Cooperation great. among cooperatives. Absolutely. But uh, we, uh, we did. We, we sent a, a crew down to uh, Baton Rouge to help out. Uh, I think some of the estimates that we got um, were they had about fourteen or 1,500 poles down. And as you can imagine, in that area you know, of the country, uh, there's all, already a lot of low-lying areas, a lot of water just in general. Um, but you add in you know, a hurricane coming through, uh, and it just intensifies that. So rather than walking through a couple of feet of water, maybe to, to get to access some of these lines and equipment, uh, you'll see a lot of pictures coming out of that area now 
uh, where our guys are literally down there in chest water, chest yeah. water deep, uh, you know, canals and things like that. You know, so uh, because of the nature of work that we do, they're already in heavy boots, blue jeans, mm-hmm. uh, carrying in a lot of heavy equipment, uh, the, the tools and stuff that we use. Uh, to get everything back the way it needs to be, those tools are heavy as well. And as I was told when we were working in Jeff Davis Parish several years ago, where if you're if you're working in waste, chest deep water, and you drop tools or a chainsaw, they're gone. <laughs> they're history. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. I mean, it's it's just like you know being down there on the beach or something, and you a wave hits you, and you got a pair of sunglasses on, you can forget it. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much the same down there. But there, are, you know, a lot of challenges down there as well. You know, anytime. There's a large uh, outage situation, disaster like that. You think about all the water pumping stations that are down. You, you think about all the water treatment plants that are down. You think about all the animals and things that have been displaced, all of the garbage. So in addition to you know what um, our construction crews do on an everyday basis, everyday basis that's already challenging enough, uh, you know, facing all of those other challenges on top of that as well, uh, but we are very, very appreciative. Uh, it is uh, the only way I know to describe it. It's like a call to duty. Uh, when when stuff like that happens, especially you know in our state and those around us that help us when we need help, um, I mean they really answer the call. And uh, it's never if we're going to go, it, it's when and how many. Uh, and just to see uh, the guy's attitude about that. Um, it, it really reminds you of just how nice it is to belong to a cooperative family. Well, ultimately, it's what they do. Ultimately, it is. it is the end game of what they do is restoring power. And I just got a great text that our guys are headed home in the morning. So Fantastic. Good. Be Good. glad to see Fantastic. them get back. I mean, uh, you know, we, we train, uh, we equip our employees for situations like this. Uh, uh, Kevin, even to a, a much more degree than I. But it's just it's such a relief when those guys finally come through that gate and, and you know that they're back and they're safe and they're going to be back with their families that night uh, because that's what it's all about, getting back home. That's right, absolutely. And I think it's, it's pretty safe to say that we send out more crews than we have to bring crews into our area, correct? Well, it, it just depends on, mm-hmm. it depends on the situation. Uh, you know, it depends on some of the things that Kevin has to consider. But we, we will see And we're not superstitious either to think that that may have <laughs> yeah. hurt us. But yeah. <laughs> technically, historically, um, if you look at the nature of the weather around here, if we have something where we bring in mutual aid crews, typically, worst case scenario, it's ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's a tornado, for example, the great thing about that is, is a tornado is more isolated. And we can get mutual aid typically from... Batesville, Tupelo, maybe somebody in eastern Arkansas, West Tennessee. So it's a little bit easier to get them in, and you don't have such a housing concern as you have, you know, with an event down there. Mm-hmm. Well, th- this week uh, I was at a conference, and I spoke with uh, Aaron Graham. And, and Aaron is with the statewide, and he's the one that manages that effort down there in Louisiana to get help in and everything. And uh, he was actually supposed to be there for the entire uh, conference, but naturally because of what was going on, he couldn't be there, so he, he did come in on the last day. And, and the biggest thing, the biggest reason that he wanted to come to that conference on the last day was to just step up there and just tell all the cooperative leaders and everything, hey, thank y'all so much. I mean, you know, without y'all, where would we be? 
and and you can tell Aaron Aaron was a uh, he was worn. I mean, he's probably oh, yeah. been up for a long yeah. time and just trying to manage that whole effort. Uh, our statewide uh, here in Mississippi does the same thing, and it's, so when, there's definitely a fatigue factor when you've got a storm, and of course that storm is sitting um, appears to be right on top of us right now. Justin, I see it behind you. Yeah. It's just sitting down there in Louisiana. The rains continue to come, and the storms are, as we say typically, they're lining up mm-hmm. in the Atlantic right now. So there's no guarantees when you get your good storm that you're not going to have another one a week or two later. And, and, guys, you know, we can talk about the people going down there and the effort, and that's really what matters because at the end of the day, we're going to get the power back on. But here in a couple of months when the bill is going to start coming in for some of these guys. That's right. And I've got to be honest with you, I don't see how they pay some of them. When, you, mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're working on a thin margin that's a not-for-profit, you got a certain payroll that you pay your employees every week or so, and then you have to quadruple that for storm restoration. It's just it's hard to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, and, and that just gets right into, you know, some of the other topics that we talked about at, uh, at that national conference this week was just the amount of serious injuries. Uh, that we're seeing and uh, you know as a whole uh, across the nation uh, we're doing a good job with re- with the reportable injuries but when it comes to the most serious injuries that we have in our industry uh, we've still got some work to do uh, and we've really got to pay attention to that we've really got to come together and and find some solutions figure out you know what's going on why are those being repeated mm-hmm. you know and we've got to stop that um, so when you have the backdrop of all the hurricanes and all the crews working in those conditions and then serious incidents are on the rise, uh, you know, it's definitely something that you think about. But it just is all the more reason uh, why we love to celebrate safety here at North Central. And I really do appreciate that we got to, uh, to celebrate safety here again with Safety Day, which uh, for people that listen to us quite often know every year, uh, Kevin allows us to come together and really just, um, you know, for just a second, uh, take a look at some of the things that we've accomplished, remind ourselves, because so many of us look forward all the time uh, just trying to get it done. But, you know, for that day, it's okay just to look back just for a few minutes and, and take account of what we did. Uh, you know, one of the things is uh, not only did, uh, did Justin develop a safety app for us, but if you look at how he manipulated our logo and uh you know we branded it's on, the, it's on kevin's shirt yes absolutely <laughs> uh and we branded uh you know the, the zero incidents uh and then we combined that with really the effort from not just north central electric cooperative but also north central connect uh, you know being on either and it just really brings together that it's a total effort um we got to got to get together and, and just yeah. celebrate um, some things that had been done. I think Kevin was able to hand out about 24 or 25 oh, yeah, safety coins. Yeah, that was great. That's the most we've ever been able to hand out. And for those that are not familiar, um, you know, when employees around here uh, do good things, they're recognized with those safety coins. Kevin, you have your coin? I do. Okay. Yeah, right here in my pocket. <laughs> I, I would be horrified if he ever asked me, did I have my – I take this thing everywhere at work, whether I'm off duty or whatever. Cause I, I can think just, I horrify anybody. <laughs> well, the fact that you ask the safety – you see the safety guy out somewhere, hey, you got your coin? Oh, I'd die if I didn't have it. But, uh, but we really like to acknowledge – when employees get it right and when they're doing good things. 
so we nominate employees for that uh, for those things and, and Kevin always just keeping that in mind some of the stories that you told at the safety day whether it was an employee that was reporting something that they saw on the highway on a Sunday morning when they were weren't on duty or mm-hmm. somebody that had an office accident it's just there's or maybe they reported yeah. something that they did yeah you know mm-hmm. that would said you know I made a mistake here and want everybody to know about it and that's right. just, you know, when, when things like that start happening, no, it's, it's certainly not a perfect world and it never will be. We can never achieve perfection. I do believe we can achieve excellence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so when people are reporting things on the weekend, on their off time, or they're telling things that they done, you know, themselves, you know, you can't help but just say, you know, we're, we're getting it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're really getting it. So just glad that we could come together uh, for Safety Day and celebrate that fact. Justin really, I uh, really want to give him just such, just tell him how much I appreciate. Uh, he came up with an electronic uh, safety app that we have. Uh, it's the first that I have seen anywhere. I'm not saying there's, there's not one anywhere else, but certainly in the area around here, I've never seen another one. He really did a good job with that. And it's, it's basically a product where employees can, on their iPhones or whatever device they have, just pull up our safety manual if they have a question. Um, you know, or anything like that, and it really works well. Uh, I think it's really going to take us into the future and allow us to add to it uh, a lot easier. So a lot of good things around here. And, and Kevin, just, you know, thank you again uh, for the emphasis, you know, that you put on safety. Uh, you know, whether he is speaking in, in public, whether he is speaking internally with employees, uh, more times than not, Kevin is going to start the meeting out talking about safety. And he's going to end that meeting talking about safety because as he says um you know we all have the right to go home uh you know just like we showed up to work that morning so kevin thank you uh for continuing that effort and greatly appreciate it well it's like i say i'm happy to try to cultivate that environment that we have that, that that culture of safety but as i try to stress it's it's incumbent upon the employees to demand it Absolutely. It's incumbent upon the employees and their family to demand it. And yeah. that, that's what drives me. I'll tell you, that was reflected. Um, one of the things that was most touching to me about Safety Day was that you had a junior uh, um, lineman that, uh, that called out a, a, a superior lineman. Uh, and, and it wasn't in a bad way, but just they weren't wearing the right PPE. That's right. And they brought that to the to their attention Mm -hmm. and and when you get a culture of safety it runs that Mm -hmm. way to where we all hold each other accountable Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um it's really apparent when we start recognizing and awarding uh folks who who do that and finally we we got to celebrate north central you know continues its commitment to workforce development um we had several employees that achieved journeyman status we had three to achieve journeyman lineman status they completed a four and a half five-year lineman program we had one employee to complete a substation uh, operators program a very intense uh program uh and we were able to as a group congratulate them and celebrate you know the accomplishments that they made had a couple of them that were uh, out of town on storm damage, right. so mm-hmm. we look very forward uh, to when they come back, being able to celebrate their accomplishments. You know, we I, we learned this morning we got some customer service employees that are continuing their training and knocked mm-hmm. out some supervisory type courses. So mm-hmm. it's it's like we try to always stress around here, you know, continuous improvement, mm-hmm. and you know you you just learn like you're going to work here forever, and that's 
seems to be that's taken the career off. advice I give to the students that I sponsor. If you think you're done learning, quit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're never that's done. Right. So, right. Yeah. When you're done, you're actually done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. Thanks uh, for all that, and thanks for Safety Day mm-hmm. and, and for the emphasis. Um, talking a little bit more about co-op month and about the annual meeting you alluded to um folks if you've referenced the today in mississippi magazine which i, I gotta say both of the last two issues last that, two issues they just make me hungry <laughs> oh you see a giant steak on the cover of this yeah. one right <laughs> yeah this is like my deer camp we rarely yeah, eat, yeah. eat deer meat at my deer camp it's always uh it's always steak but no so um we had lobster tails recently didn't we? yeah we, we did <laughs> and it just highlights that perfect combo I, I, maybe it's just me i don't know but to have a good steak and a few pieces of catfish fillet, man, you just yeah. you just can't beat it. That's a great it. publication. Statewide staff mm-hmm. has really done a great job at uh, at, at stepping up the And the lunch restaurants just opened. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in this issue that you received last week, there was uh, information on the annual meeting. So it tells you a little bit more about the uh, board of director elections and the business that will go on at that annual meeting on October 27th. So. Make sure that you uh, be attentive to the mailings that you get on that and come see us. We hope to be able to pull this off in person again. Hope so. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think I think that we may be able to. Um, in addition, we uh, look are hopeful that we're going to be able to resume our youth tour, our youth leadership program that we have done for, what, 34 years now uh, yeah. statewide. So... Um, we're in talks uh, at how how we're going to pull this off, and for those of you that don't know, that's our uh, program that includes a three-day workshop in Jackson, uh, where all of our students um, convene to learn about leadership and um, electric cooperatives, friends for life. That's right. It's, it's amazing to watch those those kids bond. <laughs> Yep. And then, uh, and then we intend to take them to Washington D.C. for a seven-day all-expenses-paid trip to our nation's capital to learn about uh, rural electrification from a national perspective, and also get to see basically anything they want to see in D.C. in our nation's capital. So, what an opportunity! I mean, that's that's incredible for I know. for that group to get an opportunity and, to do that. And, yeah, I'm sad for the the students who've missed out over the last couple of years, but. Um, we hope to resume that, and I will be getting in touch with counselors and principals to schedule uh, recruitment efforts over the next couple of months for that. And lastly, talking about North Central Connect, uh, we, we get comments through social media uh, all the time about, you know, when am I going to get connected? When am I going to get connected? The first thing we need to make sure you do is let us know you want to be connected. So <laughs> be sure to go to northcentralconnect.com, register your address. Uh, as I've said many times before, uh, we look at the demand on a map, and we make those decisions on where we're going to go next, oftentimes based on these clusters of people who have registered and told us they want the, mm-hmm. the service. Uh, but we're currently building out in two phases. We hope to open up that third phase uh, in late fall, uh, which will include a lot of those folks in the eastern and southern parts of Bahia and, and Marshall County. Um, you might actually get a phone call. If we are building and constructing in your area and you have told us you want interest, uh, you have interest in the service, um, and we have not heard from you yet, we, we may reach out to you. you. Uh, and, and that's just in an effort for uh, us to better plan our construction crews uh, if they're in the area and mm-hmm. we move them to a different area. We don't want to have to double back uh, because that makes us less efficient. So we have folks that are calling 
uh, on Monday through Thursdays, uh, those people who have told us they want service. So um, because you've done that, it's just an effort to uh, to better uh, get you subscribed and connected to our services. Yep. So. And there is no definite ETA. That's the biggest question we have mm -hmm. is when is it coming? It's, it's when you get the call, you'll know. It's yeah, <laughs> but it's very intentional and, yep. and within uh, what we can do with our construction crews and supply mm -hmm. chain. So, uh, yeah, so in, in continuing from there, we've got uh, else going on in our community, or not, I guess in the cooperative, but um, the side project that we have here, Musicians for La Bonner, is uh, back up. We've got this, I, I sent the CD off for production uh, yesterday. All right. So it, it will be released on 10-10. Uh, so okay. I, I just figured that was a cool date. It so. is a cool date. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we've got uh, 41 artists. Are we uh, having a CD release party that day here? We need to. We, we should try. Uh, I'm working with La Bonner because the big, because everybody in this room has visited La Bonner for these uh, concerts that we perform at, at, at the in the lobbies and in the rooms, and uh, we really want to get that back going. But right now, the hospital is still on yeah. lockdown, understandably. Um, so we're working with them to try and figure out some time when they might be opening up, and it's it's coming so uh we're, we're hoping to get that back up but uh we've got uh, a great cd compilation put together 41 there's 40 artists on the cd and 40 artists on the uh spotify version but um there was a, a conflict with one act uh the justice brothers if you've ever heard of them they're a great uh instrumental jazz act and uh, it's Nico Lyris over there at uh, Cotton Row recording, and he's he's leading that band. But they said, we could be on the CD, we can't be online. So, okay, all right, fine. So we've got uh, somebody to fill in for them on the Spotify part, but we've got the uh, documentary uh, concert, La Bonnaroo 2, coming to Amazon Prime the same day. We've got, uh, you can follow Musicians for La Bonner on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, Snapchat, Pinterest, and TikTok. So you don't have to look too hard. No, you don't. Okay. Just look I may actually you. find you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some people that are uh, finding us. I, I'm being 39 years old and on TikTok feels like a weird sentence to say, but uh, I've been putting some of the promo videos on TikTok to see what kind of reactions they get, and it's getting some attention. So, uh, and speaking of social media, follow us. It is Facebook. Uh, North Central Electric Cooperative, North Central Connect, North Central Connected. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and Snapchat and TikTok now. So, so we're easy to find as well. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so that's it. We will uh, in a couple of weeks. We will be uh, doing a special cybersecurity podcast for uh, Cooperative Month in October. It is Cooperative Month. It is Cybersecurity Month. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It is Public Power Week. It is Fire Prevention Week. It it's, is the uh, the Great Shakeout. Yes, where we look at our earthquake response mm -hmm. plan. Also, yep. severe weather. I guess the fall severe yep. weather preparedness. And what are we do the rest day? of the year? <laughs> yeah, everything happens in October. I know because I've got our social media calendar right in front of me. So uh, we will have posts every day and and sharing the great thing about cooperatives and our employees support of breast cancer awareness and cybersecurity efforts and introducing to you a few, a few of our employees that help things uh, run smoothly here at North Central Electric Cooperative. So thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you in October. All right. See you then.